L-A-S. The L-A-S Podcast Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Oh my gosh, everybody. We are so excited. We have a huge announcement for you. December 17th, we have some cool stuff coming out on LAS Plus. What? Yeah, three bonus episodes. Count them. One, two, three bonus episodes, Ooh. all DM'd by Jackson Parker. Oh, I did it. It is a wonderful three-episode arc about a... Uh, journey in a place called Haramore, where we all are playing as bunny people, oh, yeah. and we are we are going to a festival called Harvest Tide, and it is a beautiful and wacky and wonderful time, and we hope you enjoy it. And if you want all three, you can go over to LAS Plus and sign up for them right now, and. You know, also, oh, you can sign up for them right now. You won't get them right now. You'll get them on December You'll 17th. You'll get them on December 17th. Right, exactly. Yep. But you know what you will get right now? You'll get all of our episodes ad-free, and you'll also get them all at one time at the beginning of the month instead of having to wait the whole month for all of them to come out each week, huh. which is kind of cool. Very nice. And you can binge them all at once, and then you have to only wait three weeks. Wait, hold on. Yes, that's yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's about the binge watching. One. It's about the binging. The binging. <laughs> so thank you so much uh, for listening, and let's go get on over to the show. There are so many great words in the English language. Vision, inspiration, temptation. Which word describes me? Which word describes you? I'm Alex Schulte, and I host the podcast called One Word Stories. I want to take local Cedar Rapidians and other Eastern Iowans and find out what word describes them right now and go back in their lives and find out how we got here. This show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Oh, and if you want more, there's an exclusive post show after every single episode on LAS+. That's like one word stories plus 15 minutes. If you want to subscribe to LAS+, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. You'll get access to ad-free episodes of One Word Stories and every other LAS show, bonus content like One Word Stories post-show, and a whole bunch more. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Hey, everyone. Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you, and if you want to keep up with all things Miria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Miria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends, or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, though, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and more. And we have bonus episodes on there for you. And I gotta say, right now, you're gonna love them if you get them. (laughs) Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Miria. A nervous tension picks at your side, Val, as you are sure it does for all four of you. Orion, Arno, Caius, and you stand at the door to the house of Arsenio and Selene Gildengard. When you were here last, things did not end very well. (laughs) Yeah, we're fine. Arsenio was made aware that you were walking around with a woman that looked like his dead daughter was found where his dead daughter was buried, and you gave him proof that you had seen her. 
All of this proceeded to make him think that you, by many stretches of the imagination, many stretches of the imagination, were in the company of his daughter. Perhaps with amnesia? Perhaps confused? Is she really not his daughter as she claims she is? In any scenario, her doesn't want to be around him, let alone meet him, and you want him to respect her wishes. This caused some abrasion in empathy, then cordiality, then hospitality, as he (laughs) requested you leave and told Orion that he would not complete a contract they had agreed upon until she was returned to him. This was not in the original deal, and so the need to involve outside legal parties was necessitated. Orion, in his numerous connections, called upon the one, uh, the one member of the Vero named Nefreya, who used her political weight to persuade Caius Fate, the leader of the Guard, and an old mentor of Valros Visago, you. To enforce the contract, she had you and Caius and Arno and Orion go to the Gilden Guards and try and get them to fulfill the contract that you agreed upon. Caius has just knocked on the door, and with it came a few moments of intense quiet. You hear footsteps from beyond the door, slowly making their way up to the gate. Roll me a perception check. Yeah! Uh, 8 plus 6, 14. That is exactly the DC. Woo! I did it! You hear a very quiet, Arsenio, please. You must let it go. She's a grown woman. She can make her own choices. We have a new child to look after. Don't throw away their upbringing. And then you hear a response, gruff and intent. Uh, Gruff and full of intent. I'm not throwing it away, Celine. And lest you forget it, this is Lyra, our daughter, my girl. I'm not going to stop until she is back home safe under my watch. Until we can help her regain her memories or undo whatever has been done to her. Please, go back inside. And you hear a door close. This time, differently from the first, you hear a large latch unhook from the back side of the door. The gate swings open, and standing in front of you is a very stalwart Arsenio Gildengard, opening the door enough to show you his full form, staring with unblinking eyes at Orion and you, Val. This time, he is full-clad in what seems to be some very nice-made black robes trimmed with bright blue, almost giving off a neon feeling. His black hair is styled back on his head, one strand misbehavedly falling to the right side of his forehead. He almost looks younger, more purposed. These moments go on for an uncomfortable amount of time. A silent battle wages to see who will speak first. And then out of nowhere, Arno breaks the silence. And he says, Hello, Mr. Gildengard. It's good good to see you again. Arsenio replies with a swift jerk of his head away from looking at Orion, almost as if he has not even noticed that Arno was there. His expression softens ever so slightly, and his eyes grow mildly kinder upon seeing Arno's face. Arsenio looks down at Arno and says, Um, my boy, I I, I didn't think I would see you again. Um, were you not going on the pilgrimage? Arno responds, Oh, well, my mother wasn't able to make the journey. Sadly, we just don't age as slowly as your kind, sir. And she needs a bit more help from time to time now. She can't exactly walk the entire way. I had hoped to bring her when everything was more set up, and possibly when there was more arcane ways of travel to that place. Besides, this gives me a bit more time to find my father as well. Arsenio responds back, Ah, well, an, a noble endeavor. I hope you find what you're looking for. I did not, however, expect to find you pulling with this group. And he says this as he glances back over the faces of the rest of the party, sternness returning to his eyes. Val just waves with his fingers. He kind of flicks this thinned eye look <laughs> at you. Not responding, definitely. Of course not. Besides that, that look. Arsenio returns back towards... Orion and Caius. To what do I owe the pleasure? Have you attempted to assist in retrieving my daughter, Captain? Caius confusedly says, What? No. I don't think... 
Sorry, sir. I don't think I'm here for that. I've been sent by the Vero with a warrant to obtain the deed you agreed upon handing over on completion of a contract. I have here the Vero's signed copy of the contract and your signature on it. Arsenio looks back over the group one last time and then beyond, realizing that this conversation is happening in the street and that that may not be the best look for him. And he returns back to Caius and he says, Please, step in the courtyard. Um, You all pass beyond the cullis of this front gate. And um, this time, however, it's slightly different than you saw at last. A small table with some wooden chairs surrounded, uh, surrounding uh, it just off to the side of a stone pathway um, that leads to their front door. Uh, he offers the seats to the group. Val draws a single card mm-hmm. and just begins twirling it in between his fingers. Okay. I'm doing my best not to look at it, so I don't know what it is. Okay. <laughs> he looks down at your card um, and Caius kind of like looks at you with a cocked eyebrow. No, he just he just sits. It's nothing threatening about it. He's okay. just he's just fidgeting. Okay. Sounds and good. you know, just preparing in case. Yeah. As you sit down, um, or do you sit down? Yeah, yeah, I okay. take a seat. You sit down. I uh, put my feet your card. on the table. Yeah. He looks over towards you and he says, "Why have you returned? What necessitates you coming once again, but to my home for this warrant?" Oh, um, I'm just a witness to the events. He kind of looks over towards Caius, and Caius just nods and um, proceeds on. Technically, I fulfilled the contract, so, like, you know. That's very true, Arno says, or, sorry, Orion says. uh, And he says, and uh, considering the contract's fulfilled, um, we probably should get what we're owed, right? And he looks over towards you, Val. I mean... I don't see why not. Yeah, that seems about right. Arno kind of sits there almost in this, like, uncomfortable embarrassment. But, like, knowing that he... It's like an emotion where he's embarrassed mildly, but he's also pushing through it to try and get better at being in this type of situation, right? (laughs) Fake it till you make it, Arno. Exactly. Come on, man. Exactly. Orion uh, continues with, Right, here it says... And he points at the contract that Caius has in his hands. Go to the mausoleum, check what state it's in, pick a flower or bring back some other means to show you we were there and to return to you with proof. And we brought the proof. We even did better than a flower. We brought you a frickin' pillow from her coffin. Which I would like back. If it's, I mean, if it's all right. He looks at you with, like, like strict sternness, and he just says... (laughs) My wife made that pillow. You will not be receiving it back. I mean, she made the cushions, but I technically made the pillow. No, she made the pillow for my daughter when she died. It's mine. It's ours. Okay, there you go. Seeing a small victory, um, Arsenio returns back and says, Lyra is still alive. And he looks over at Caius, and he says, she's out there with them. And he motioned, motions towards you, and Caius kind of looks at you with this concerned and confused face, like there is new information coming to him right now that he did not know about. She's really not, though. And Whoever it is in her body, it is not, and I say her body, like yeah. to... Kai, like so yes. that Caius can kind of pick up on it. Yeah, uh, it is not Lyra. Caius just says, shaking his head, "I, I can't, I can't deal with that right now. I, I have to make sure that this gets done. Then we can move on to the next thing afterwards." And Arsenio responds with, "Caius, if you separate these things now, you understand that you take away my last easily used leverage. You understand what this does to our relationship." Surely, you out of anyone in this city knows what it's like to lose a daughter. Caius very, like, swiftly sits rigidly in his chair, rising back straight, and he just says, I'm giving you one warning right now. Do not use her against me. To Arsenio. And Arsenio, um, Arsenio responds, 
Caius, this is my daughter. And Caius just said, I gave you your one warning, and my charity is not endless, Arsenio. Caius takes a beat, regains himself, and says, I hear you. I will deal with that after. I gotta finish this up first. Give me time. Arsenio responds back with, I fear that time is something we do not have. Do not make the same mistakes as your predecessors, Caius. I guess that looks... I guess that goes for the both of you. And he looks over towards Caius and you. (laughs) Val just kind of bemused smiles. Um... Arsenio is rock solid, like stern and unwavering. Like, even in these moments where you can usually break people with a small amount of charm to bring them out of a stern situation, Arsenio is like, is emotionally built at this moment to refute any type of um, advances of kindness that you have. Well, let's look at it this way. You did sign the contract. It was fulfilled. So why don't you just give the deed over, and then we can come up with a new deal. So now I have to pay more for my daughter. I mean, yeah. That's kind of how the deals work, right? And even then, I will consider the deal. Caius responds... Just, Arsenio, give me the deed. I'm sorry. I'll do what I can, but I must uphold the law. Arsenio stiffly reaches into the side pocket of his robe, and he pulls out a pink slip of paper, and he hands it over to Orion. Orion opens it up and just goes, Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Arsenio just says, the Varro seemed to hold a lot of sway over this town, having you in their pocket, Captain. That was a swift response. Perhaps I should join up with them if I am to get anything done around here. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be going pretty good. <laughs> Caius kind of looks over at you, like, gripping his temples. <laughs> <laughs> and he just says... Thank you for being on so understanding, Mr. Gildengard. Hope to see you soon. For what it's worth, I am sorry. Val says, like, all of a sudden this whole his whole facade just dropping to actual earnestness. Like, I I know this is shitty, and I know that it's hard, but going back, I mean I know it wasn't a bet, but going back on a bet is Breach of trust. He looks at you for a moment, and he kind of... He kind of... wavers in his stance for just a moment, like his emotional stance, Mm -hmm. right? And... He says to you, And what would you do if... Trust failed. If there was nothing... If trust meant nothing in the situation that brought you back everything that you cared for. It's hard to say. I think we can both agree on that. But... One must... Prepare for the consequences, whatever they might be. Arsenio stands up, and he says... An interesting thing to end on. And everybody else stands up. Orion stuffs the pink slip in his pocket. He gets up and he just kind of stretches. Right! Fuck yes! Finally! And he just starts strutting back over towards the door. Um, Val kind of stays behind and says, And I don't think I told you last time, but congratulations. He turns over towards you and he says, For what? The child on the way. 
He turns back, he's like, oh, yes. Of course, I, f- I forgot. Sorry. Um, thank you. <laughs> On I forgot, Val just kind of looks at him and gives him this, like, come on, guy, as he turns and walks away. He looks, like, a- after he said, I forgot, like, the whole thing breaks, and he kind of just shakes his head and almost his, like, moment of realization of frustration and concern and confusion just hits him all at once. Like, he is preparing for the consequences. Mm. Um, as Arno is about to escape, he pulls up again his head from resting it in his hands, and he says, Arno, I hope you find peace on your journey. And Arno responds, I'm not sure I'm looking for peace. I think I'm looking for recompense. Goodbye, Mr. Gildengard. And Arsenio nods back towards him. I stay with Caius, waiting for him to leave. Um, he exits as well, with okay. Arno. Yeah. Uh, all, I- all four of you leave. And standing just outside the gate, um, Caius just holds his, hand, his head in his hand, and he starts just walking away very swiftly. Uh, Arno and Orion following him shortly behind. Yeah, I, I pick up okay. step to keep pace with Caius okay. specifically. Yeah, and he will turn around after you turn another street down uh, down one of these roads, and he just turns around to you and he just says, Are you fucking kidding me, Val Ross? That what? was Lyra Gildengard you had with you and you didn't tell me? No, that was her we had with us. But... Surely you can understand my confusion and or frustration right now. I mean, I was pretty confused when it happened too, man. When when a dead body just kind of appears in a casket and gets up and starts talking to you, claiming they are not who they... Well, we didn't know who they were at the time. But, I mean, Arno, and I point... He can confirm, who knew Lyra very well, that this is not Lyra. Arno turns towards him and says, Yes, I, I can confirm. She's, she's not there anymore. And... Caius just returns back. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not just amnesia? Are you sure she's just not forgetting? Is there any other options we haven't explored before we can rule that out? Because if she actually is his daughter, that's a problem. Well, then when she figures it out, she can go back there. But I don't think she's under any sort of legal liability to go back to that house. Yeah, he he just kind of like paces back in front, like just holding his temples again, and he just goes... I mean, I don't have a degree in the law, but... No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And she said she doesn't want to go. You're right. Therefore, whether it's Lyra or not, doesn't really matter in the situation. That just complicated my whole next few weeks. Well, I don't know if this is over anyway. Um, for us, and I kind of look at Orion and Arno, he seemed pretty uh, determined whether the law did its thing or not. So he looks down at the stone on the ground, um, the stone pathways, the streets that you guys are walking on. He kind of kicks a rock that's down there, and it just goes as it tosses across the stone, uh, the stone streets. And he just says, yeah, I'd be persistent too. Yeah, I get it. Even if it is misguided, I understand the reason behind it. He kind of breathes for a moment, just heavy, just... (sighs) And he looks back at you and he just says alright let's just let it play out and see what's go- what happens yeah I guess we can only really respond to things that do occur instead of trying to preempt everything agreed it uh <laughs> we we followed the rules yeah you did follow the rules well I mean we did the the contract is resolved. Anything that happens outside of that is a whole new game. 
different o- hand. Orion looks like chuffed, man. Like he is, <laughs> he is happy. He is very excited yeah. that this happened. Whatever happens now, different rules, different cards, different game. You're right. Um, I got to get back to work. All right. Um, but it was good seeing you. And Orion responds back with a, yeah, I've got to go get this to Nefreya as well. Um, my boss will be very happy to see that we've uh, acquired the last one. Um, I'd love to continue training at some point here in the next couple days. Yeah, um, I'll find you. I know where you live. Okay. See you soon, Val. Yep. And he turns and walks away. Orion, as well, looks back towards the both of you, and he says before he goes, You're right. It does suck. What sucks? Um... The whole situation for him. Yeah, it's not good. Right side, you know, we get paid, so that's good. I get paid? Well, no, I get paid, and Arno oh. gets paid. You're not really a part of the Varrow yet. That's right. Unless you really wanted to be, because I can put that in. I mean, I'm definitely interested. I just want to know a little bit more about what it is you all do. You, you pretty much have done all of your initiations without actually having to go through initiations, because you've basically done jobs for us at that, this point. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to sit down with your boss, maybe talk it up. Yeah, no out one really sits down with the boss, actually. But then I would love to stand up with your boss, and uh, we can no talk one really, to no one really stands in the vicinity of the boss as well. I'd love to lay down with your boss. That's that sounds li- weird. That sounds actually worse yeah, than what we originally um, were talking about. No, I don't um, like that. So you know what? Actually, um, Nefreya is usually the person that um, does all of the initiations and things like that. So if you'd like, I can put in a word with her. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth talking about, maybe considering. Arno, do you like your job? Arno kind of, like, has been disengaged up until this point. Um, he pulls his head up and he just says, Sorry, wh- what did you say? Do you like your job with the Varro? Um, Pretend the, Ver- the boss isn't here. The Varro are, are fine. Um, I get paid. Uh, insight. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me insight. That is a nat 20. Wow. So 25. Yeah. Um, you you see some kind of like, there are a couple things going on right now. Arno is distinctly awash in emotions. Um, there's very some very obviously some connection between him and Arsenio, um, some past relationship, um, obviously because he trained her, or Lyra in magic, um, they know each other. Yeah. Um, and something about this whole situation just has him roiled in emotion. Obviously, because of your conversations last night, that is a very easy thing to be sure of. Yeah. Right? Um, however, in breaking through some of that, he actually is kind of happy with his job because he doesn't have to ask a lot of questions. And if he doesn't ask the questions then he doesn't feel guilty for a lot of it. And he gets paid, and that money goes to his mom. Hmm. And he's happy with helping his mom. So it's almost like some cognitive dissonance for survival, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead, set up a meeting. I would love to talk to Nefreya more. All right, I will. And Arno kind of nods and looks back at you and just says, you'll get money, which is good. That's good. And Orion says, "Um, I'm going to go set that up. You guys have a good rest of your day. Um, Talk to you soon. Hmm? And he kind of jaunts off. Are you going to go meet up with... uh her and Shadow, I, I have something I need to do very quick, so I can catch up with you after? Um, I had thought we'd walk for a little bit, if that's alright with you. Um, oh, sure, yeah. You um, don't have to. No, no, that sounds great. Let's go, uh, let's go this way. And I right. definitely, I don't know if he picks up on it, I head in the direction Caius went. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, I think he's kind of awash in emotions right now, and I don't think he picks it up. Okay. Um, um, can I see how how straight is the street? Can I still see Caius walking? Um, roll me a perception check. <laughs> uh, perception eleven. Eleven. Um, Caius's pa- 
passive stealth is like when he's not trying to be stealthy. Yeah. His passive stealth is like I think, if I remember correctly, a fourteen. Dang. So uh, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not incredible. But no, it's fine. No, it's you know? better than an eleven. Exactly. Yeah. So um, as you look around, you realize that your interactions with Arno and um, and Orion have given you like less grip on where he went. He kind of went like north, northwest. So I'll, you could I'll, go that way. I'll keep heading that direction sure. trying to find. Okay. Him. Um you you move on from there over over time. Um what are you looking for? For Caius? Just for Caius in general? Yes, I would like to have a small conversation with him sure. without anyone else around. Okay. Um you walk in that direction. Um you know where the guard barracks are. Maybe he went back there. Mm-hmm. So you know that's northwest, um more west than northwest, but mm-hmm. you kind of aim northwest and you'll circle back if you need yeah. to. Um Yeah. As you're going, Arno is hanging his head a little bit. You can obviously tell that even though it's only maybe about noon now, he's extremely exhausted. Um, maybe not physically, but at the minimum, he is displaying his emotions physically. Yeah. Right? Um, his limp from his fused right leg seems a little bit more pronounced. He has both hands on his staff, and he's almost dragging himself on it. Um, as he hangs his head down, his hair falls in front of him, covering some of his forehead and his eyes. And It's been a quiet walk for a couple minutes now. He He stops, though, and he says, Hey, Val. Um, what do you think about her, about Lyra? Do you still think she's in there? Do you think she's gone for real? I, I want her to have the life that she wants, but I'm so confused. I mean, maybe it is amnesia. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can only play the cards I have and know, right? I don't know what'll be dealt next, so... As far as I know, her is her. If it turns out to be Lyra, that's we'll cross that information when we get it. But for now, her identifies as her, and that's that. I feel so... What if, what if it is Lyra? I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm I mean, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm lost a little bit here. I'm sure there are magics we could use to try to cure the amnesia if it is, but doing it without her permission seems like a massive freeze of of trust. Of course, of course. I'm just... (sighs) This is a complicated situation, and I am just lost in trying to understand it all. Um... Yeah, I mean, unless something comes up that triggers something in you, or a memory, or in her, I don't... I don't really know what else our options are. He kind of chuckles under his under his breath, and he just says, um, "You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I should start thinking less about far in the future and just living here." I will say, um, I don't. I think the whole keeping watch at night thing. Good idea. I think perhaps Arsenio... um, Influential man, lots of money. Influential man, very kind to me when I was younger um, and teaching Lyra magic. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him love someone as much as I saw him love his daughter. And the sternness in his face today showed me that his desire for Lyra to come back is greater than anything that he has. He would do anything to save her. Yeah. And I I sincerely mean anything. I know you do. And I don't want it to be anything, but I'm just not sure anymore. Yeah, we got a big metal man. We'll be all right. As you say this final, yeah, we've got a big metal man. It'll be all right. You hear this thud <clears throat> hit the shoulder of uh, of Arno. 
and he feels you you feel this kind of like gruff and rude grunting noise and Arno is knocked off of his feet onto the ground his staff falls out of his hands both of you were having this conversation and you were just oblivious to the outside world for even just a moment but it was enough for this to happen and he starts to clasp his right leg um, right around the knee The deep dark depths in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids. There were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were me, Craig Johnson, and me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday, we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a... Like a real... Like a very real... That was actually... That was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play Smash. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleave, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. A man with dark brown skin and piercing brown eyes leers over Arno. His hair is buzzed on the sides and short on the top wears a blue long blazer over well-dressed blue slacks and a white shirt. And he stares down at Arno, and he says, Well, if it isn't Arno May. And he spits the last name at him, obviously intending it as an insult. He looks up to you, Val, and he says directly to you, And who might you be? One of the many people that has brought this decrepit cripple to get all the nice things he doesn't deserve? I'm sorry, did you just deliberately trip a man who can't walk on the street? Uh, he just says, this piece of shit has been tripping up other people for all his life. And Arno just kind of like stands hobbling back up. He says, let it go, Villevar. I'm not in the mood. You're a skilled wizard. No one can take that from you. Is he? Uh, Villevar, like, actively, one more time, as Arno pulls back up on this staff, shoves him again down into the ground. It's funny, Arno. You say skilled wizard. I say piece of shit. Uh, and he is like almost like ignoring you at this point. And Arno just says, please, can, can you help me up? And he reaches up for your hand. Um, and, uh, and right as you 
get this request from Arno, Villevar just says, "Of course I am," and that's what makes me the. That's what makes the fact that the Guildenguards hired you over me even more of a tra- travesty. You are a piece of shit. And Arno just says, "I told you I'm not in the mood," and he expels a blast of magical energy from out around him. You see this force thunder wave just expel from the front of his being, and Villavar gets blasted back 15 feet and shoved onto his ass. Val just claps, just applauds openly. And uh, Arno reaches up his hand towards you. Yeah, I help him. Oh, yeah, without even hesitation, I help him up. You both stand up. This shunderous uh, shockwave... Uh, has emitted from Arno, and uh, it come it came from him as he grabbed his staff and slammed it on the ground. You saw this bolt of energy em- emanate out from around him. Uh, Not gonna lie, coolest thing you've ever done. <laughs> Villavar and Arno both get back up simultaneously as Villavar seems to pull something from the inside of his coat. A long white wand rests in his hand, and he points it at the both of you. You really want to do this. I am a better wizard than this man. Twice. Do you want a cookie? No. And he whips, whips his <laughs> wand around, and you watch him cast a spell. Uh, do you do anything in response? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use my telekinesis to try to push him off balance. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to throw a card under his yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go slip. ahead. Hit me. Uh, is no. It I, the, uh, oh, is it? It's a saving throw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and what is it against? What's your bonus action? Uh, DC fifteen. Okay. Uh, that is exactly a fourteen. As Villivar is trying to cast this spell, you immediately interrupt him and flip him onto his ass one more time. And he, I thought you were a good wizard. He just says, "I didn't know I was up against two. And emitting, he stands up one more time, and Arno just says. We don't have to do this. Leave. And Villavar just stands there in a battle stance towards the both of you. What do you do, Val? Are there people around us? There are people now. Like, they see you and Arno standing on one side and the card you just threw under this guy's foot. And immediately as the impact of him hitting his ass the second time, like, there's a small crowd of maybe, like, five to ten people around you. So you all saw we were assaulted, right? One guy off to the side just says, um... Yeah, that, that guy pushed that guy down. The other one just says, no, you fucking idiot. That guy pushed him down. And all of these uh, people are just giving these, like, contradicting stories. Yeah, but there's, like, a couple of you that saw some stuff, right? Uh, like, maybe half to 75% of them nod their head towards you. Yes, you're correct. Cool, so if I let him take the first move, then that would be, like, aggravated assault? They look, and you hear a woman respond, I don't know. That's fine. As long as you're all here to watch. And Valve readies. He gets ready for battle, okay. man. Okay, yeah. Roll me initiative then. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. All right, let me get uh, let me get Villavar. Wow. That is great for Villavar. And by great, I mean I rolled a four. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. It's going to be great for him because I am going to hold my action until he gets the spell. Okay, sounds good. Uh, let me roll for Arno. Arno rolled great. Uh, and Arno and you, Val. Uh, so what was your total initiative? Uh, 18. 18. Arno rolled actually a 19. Oh, my boy! <laughs> yeah. And Villivar rolled a 4. Uh, Arno had just said, we don't need to do this. And he holds up this um, his staff in front of him, kind of leaning it forward, um, but still having it connected to the ground. His right foot rests, and he like basically like cradles his staff inwards towards his foot. Okay. Um, and with that, he is also going to ready a spell. And Val, you are readying as well. Yep. Vilivar uh, currently is holding this spell up. I'm gonna roll. Um, I'm gonna roll a charisma check for him. Okay. And see if he can cool his head enough to get this. Your shit. Your shit. Your shit. Your shit. To get this to work. Uh, is, are you trying to give him disadvantage? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh boy. I've been goading his ass. He real rolled hard. an eight, and as you kind of like hold this up, and you just you've been like taunting him this entire time, he feels the need to definitely prove himself. Okay. And as you see this kind of like 
washing over his face of frustration. He is going to cast a spell towards you, um, and I am going to make three spell attack rolls on you as he casts, uh, he casts, oh gosh, um, I, I remember the spell right now. Uh, what's the one where you have the three bolts? Magic missile. Nope. Scorching ray. Yes, scorching ray. (laughs) Scorching ray. He's going to do three spell attacks towards you. Uh, the first one is a seven. Not He's not living it. up to his name. <laughs> the the second is going to be, wow, this dice hates me and loves you. <laughs> or it loves me. It's a six. Once again, Val's power is luck. This is true. <laughs> uh, and the third one is a 20. Ooh, you mean it was almost a 20 oh! until it became an eight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like this, this first volley of spells that he flies. <laughs> They all careen towards you, and as the third one comes towards you, you just kind of like, oh, look, a quarter on the ground. And you pick up the quarter, and it would have hit you, but it misses because you pick up money off the ground. And he just looks at you, dejected, eyes wide, and the crowd just goes, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looks down at the ground, and he just goes... Wait, we got reactions. Yeah, yeah, we held got, our actions. We got reactions uh, for sure. Arno, I think, goes first. Ar- Arno holds this. A seeing that he didn't hit, he's kind of like almost feeling sorry for him, and he still holds on to this spell, not not following through. He he like looks around at the crowd around him, but he doesn't feel like Arno's a not necessarily a timid guy, but he's a reserved man, um, and so he is kind of waiting for there to be actual consequences to respond to, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, he shot at us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. For, Val, for sure. Val takes half of his deck and just shoot, like, folds them back in his hand yep. and shoots half of the deck of cards at... Uh, Villavar? At Villavar. Yeah. And they go past him. Okay. Doing seemingly nothing. Yeah. But he just looks around everyone him else as you do. behind him, they all stay floating in the air and just begin spinning rapidly behind him. Oh, Okay. Very nice. As I cast Cloud of Daggers. Oh! Okay, wait. Is it on him or is it just behind it's him? It's behind him. Okay. Um, he turns around to look at this and he just sees these like glinting sharp um, cards spinning behind him. And he turns back around to you and to, uh, and to Arno. And Arno just says, Walk away, Villevar. Walk away now. This doesn't need to go any further. And I mean, he did attack us already. Villivar looks at Arno and he just says, I fucking hate you. And he puts his wand back in his cloak. And he turns to the right and he kind of like moves his way around your cloud of daggers. And he just glares at the two of you as he walks away. I want to try to, uh, I want to I try to step on his cloak. How far, how far away is he He's, from us? Well, he is like maybe like roughly 15 feet oh, okay, away from you okay. as you guys are having this wizard duel okay. in the middle of the street. Okay, fine. Yeah. I won't step on his cloak. You could, you could teleconnect push him again. I, I kind of want to. Uh, I'm, yeah, not, con- I'm yeah, not controlling your character. Yep, yep. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna. yeah, go ahead. So he is going to roll a uh, spell save wisdom against you. Uh, that is an 11. <laughs> as you just boom, push him away again, and you're kind of just like, yeah, exactly. It's just very like, nonchalant. Yeah. Just kind of like a little whip of the hand as I continue walking. He turns back around, he looks around, and he can't really see where it's coming from as you have started to walk away. And and I, I snap, and all the spinning cards just fizzle and dissolve in like this like quick flash yes. of purple. Yes. Like a uh, fire paper. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, and then but I with open, like a purple flame. Exactly. Yes. And then I open the box and pull out the other half of the deck. That very just nice. Burn. Yes, and you kind of reshuffle everything back together and, and press it together. Arno, you good? I'm good. Sorry, I don't think I... I didn't think I was going to be dealing with him, um, I think ever again. That's fine, he sucks. So, yes, I, I agree. He was not very kind when he lost the job in the first place. Oh, no, I meant like at spellcasting, but yeah, that too. Oh, he's no, yes. Um, actually, um, he, he went to the, the academy here, and he and graduated flunked? high in his class, actually. Um, Trust me, I've seen him do much better. I was going to say, dude just missed like three scorching rays. I I know, I know. um, I know, actually. (laughs) And uh, he's, I will say, I have seen him perform very well. Uh, He is not to be trifled with. Um, But I didn't think he would just 
attack me in the middle of the street. Yeah, that did seem very brash. I agree. Um, I mean, unless... Tell you what, um, let's head back to the house and... What direction was he heading? He was heading uh, south. The direction we came from? Yeah. Toward the Gildan guard's house. Um, kind of like more further away okay. towards the, um, the the Gildan Guard's house is more towards the eastern side of town. Okay. And he was heading south to, okay. towards actually, um, like southwest towards the Tiefling Quarter, but not really like at the exact angle. Any other shitty wizards we'll have to deal with, or just him? Um, you, you know what? I've never had to consider that before because I didn't think that this town had people that would attack you in the streets. Um. I will try and make a list. Well, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, uh, I'll head back to um, the house. You sure? I mean, now I kind of want to go with you. Um, if you'd like. Yes, of course. You'd be kind. Um, yeah, I have something I need to do, but it's not really on, like, a time schedule. So, sure, yeah, I'll walk you back. You can go do that after you walk me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking. All right. Um, or would you, would you rather I take you to meet up with... The company. Um, it's up to you. I guess your mom is at the house. Yes, I need to take I need to take her to get some lunch as well. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take it. Right. Um, for the sake of brevity, you are able to return back to the house, and you um, you drop Arno off, and you proceed about your day. Um, you head back to the guard barracks um, for a little while. It takes a, a a fair amount more time to do all of this walking back and forth, but it gives you a little bit more comfort, and definitely it gives Arno more comfort mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you walk back to the guard barracks. Um, you see this almost triangular, uh, walled structure where you know, uh, and you have been recently, to the guard barracks uh, where, where those are. So you uh, stand in front of that building now. I knock on the door. You. <laughs> and coming to the door is Caius, as he is there currently working on many of his daily duties. And he opens the door and he says, Well. I just smile at him and say, So I'd like to talk to you about the Vero. And just kind of push my way in past him. Okay. The LAS Podcast Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.